Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Do you want to set your child up for success? Is tutoring out of your budget, or perhaps you're someone like me who just wants to save money on private tutoring? Is this a big school year for your child? You know, maybe they're starting kindergarten or middle school. Maybe there's another milestone coming up. Or maybe your family moved. Oh my gosh, I moved so much when I was growing up. And the kids are starting a new school. Or maybe your child is ahead and just not getting challenged enough in class. Well, IXL Learning is here to help. IXL Learning is a fun online learning program for kids covering math, language, arts, science, and social studies. It's powered by advanced algorithms. IXL gives the right help to each kid, no matter the age or the personality. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. That's right. It is school approved. So make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And how to be fine listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at ixl.com/fine. Visit ixl.com/fine to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Again, that's ixl.com/fine. The following podcast contains barnyard language and some adult content. So maybe use headphones if you're listening at work or around small children. Now, here's the show. Hey, Kristen. Yeah, Jolenta. You know how you just never wear pants? Yeah, that is the best thing about being a stretchy miniskirt kind of gal. I never wear pants. Miniskirts are not pants. Why? What do you have against pants? Because they are constricting, they are not comfy, and they are not cute like a miniskirt. I don't, I don't want to be held back. I mean, pants I just hold think me you back. may not be wearing the right kind of pants, but I'll go with you on this pant theory because uh, what would you do if I told you there was a book all about not wearing pants? Ooh, I would say, did I write that book? I would say you may have written that book because this book is also about drinking while not wearing pants. Ooh, if I did not write that book, I mastered it already, and this episode is done. Lived well, it, won well, it, did it. let's see about that. I think we still technically have to live by it because you you, in fact, did not write this book. Okay. All right. Well, let's do it then. I'm Kristen Meinzer. And I'm Jalanta Greenberg. And this is By the Book. episode of Buy the Book, we choose a different self-help book to live by, follow it to the letter, and weigh in on whether or not it actually changed our lives. Today, our book is Pants Drunk, The Finnish Path to Relaxation by Miska Rontanen. 
Miska Rantanen is a Finnish journalist and author. He works for the largest newspaper in Finland and specializes in pop culture, politics, and digital media. He's also the founder and director of the Nora Haga Party Institute, which he invented to promote the Finnish concept of Kulsa Rikanet, or in English, Pantsdrunk. As the name suggests, Pantsdrunk centers on the activity of drinking in your underwear at home with zero intention of going out. Its purpose is to reestablish equilibrium after a long day of work and allow the practitioner to give in to meaningful meaninglessness. And while it might sound similar to the cozy concept of huga, which we covered in season two, Rantanen insists that it's actually quite different. To quote him, huga is like a Disney movie that leaves no place for hemorrhoids, mucousy tears of self-pity, or questionable stains in any number of locations. It leaves no place for real life. In other words, while huga is, to a great extent, about ambiance and aesthetics, Panstrunk has no concern for how it looks. To non-practitioners, it may even look like a waste of time, but to believers, it's a philosophy of inner peace that is truly restorative, recharging, and recentering. Here's how you do it. Step one, basic pantsdrunk. Notice how I pronounce pantsdrunk in my Finnish accent. Oh, I just say pantsdrunk. <laughs> pantsdrunk is best done after work and at home, when you most need to unwind. Begin by slipping into your pantsdrunk uniform of underwear, sweats, or other loungewear, as well as wool socks. Select snacks that are salty, sweet, or both, as well as a diversionary device, like knitting needles, a book, the radio, or the TV, anything that doesn't require too much concentration. Then, nestle into cozy furniture and drink, not with the goal of getting wasted, but with the aim of relaxing and recharging. Step two, pantsdrunk while socializing remotely. Use a mobile phone or tablet with an internet connection to engage with others on social media. The ideal platform is Facebook, as conversations are closed and not necessarily rapid fire. Start with leisurely browsing and liking posts. If you choose to post or comment, accept that there may be typos. Note, live streaming and phone conversations should be avoided as both require a higher level of concentration than is conducive to pants drunk. Additionally, they may memorialize embarrassing behavior. Step three. Pantsdrunk with music. One of the best aspects of Pantsdrunk is that you can control your own playlist. So play the music you want, no matter how unpopular, and at full volume if you see fit. While listening, feel free to air guitar, air tambourine, and air microphone. You may also play real instruments if they are not too dangerous. For example, a harp is fine, a saw is not. Step four, Pantsdrunk while doing activities. You may practice additional self-care by bathing, applying face masks, trimming nose hair, flossing, or even doing stomach crunches. If you prefer to get some light housework done, you can also feel free to fold clothes, vacuum, organize junk in your entryway, or assemble that flat box furniture until you give up. But do not engage in heavy labor, and absolutely do not send work-related emails. Step five, ponce drunk while practicing melodramatic self-pity. Overindulgent lamenting can help to cleanse the spirit and put things in proportion. So feel free to let yourself be sad over something that requires it. If you need to cry but are having a hard time mustering tears, put on an emotional movie or draw on some other form of media to help you. But warning, if anxiety, depression, insomnia, or comparable mental health challenges intensify over time, Ponce Drunk should be abandoned in favor of therapy or other forms of self-care. Step six. Pants drunk with others. 
Enjoy being together but in your own headspace. Sit on opposite ends of the couch while engaged with your own screen or book. Do not go into deep confessionals or engage in social chit-chat. Doing so goes against the philosophy of Panstrunk, which is at its deepest a meditative exercise. Step 7. Take Panstrunk to the next level. While alcohol is recommended while practicing Panstrunk, it is not necessary. Once you've truly mastered the art of relaxing, you should be able to do it with the other Panstrunk ingredients of soft furniture, snacks, comfy clothes, and a diversionary device. And two important notes. Panstrunk should not be practiced every day. Also, if you have any issues with alcohol, you should practice Panstrunk with some organic juice or somewhat fancy non-alcoholic drinks so you can feel special throughout every step. That's what the book says, and so that's what we did for two weeks straight. All right, Jolenta, tell us all about your first week of living by Ponce Drunk, the finished path to relaxation. My week one started with me asking myself, wait, do I already do Ponce Drunk? <laughs> I mean, I'm basically always in my athleisure wear slash just sweats because I work from home a lot. I am very pro staying in to relax, eat, drink, and watch garbage TV a few nights a week. Like, Mm -hmm. I might have written this. (laughs) Very possible, yes. Yeah. So I was like, I guess I'll jump right into step one to see if I'm actually a a pants drunk natural. So that would be your basic pants drunk. Yes, my basic pants drunk. And for that, I cracked open a bottle of rosé apple cider because that is the thing I found at the Mm, grocery store. It is delicious. It's just so light and crisp, but also (laughs) gluten-free. And I I turned on a Lifetime movie about a cyber stalker. And about halfway through the film, I recorded this little audio diary. So, uh, So where did you grow up? He's stalking you. What do you want to know? Everything. Where'd you go up? Where'd you go to school? Have you been on this many dates? If you go on this many dates with a guy, and you also caught him, like, breaking into your house, and he won't tell you where he fucking grew up, don't cook for him and invite him into your goddamn house. You know what? What? I gotta eat some more pie before they fuck. <laughs> oh, Jolenta, you are so in your element. Yeah. And listen to the character. He is, too, because he doesn't want to talk. He just wants to pants drunk or something else where he doesn't talk. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he wants to take pants off. That's for sure. <laughs> um, I think, as you can hear in my audio journal, I'm a naturally gifted pants drunker. Oh, you're very good at it. Yes. Like, it's basically how I already relax and unwind. The only difference is normally, I guess, I feel a little more guilty about choosing to be alone and watching bad TV to unwind and not, like, you know, enjoying the beautiful city I live in or the amazing friends I have that I always complain I never see. Or watching see. foreign documentaries yeah. while you take notes. Yeah, and, exactly. No. It's like, it's the excuse I've always wanted to just, like, luxuriate in my, you know, self-perceived laziness. Mm. Not even laziness. No, no. Restorative strong. Right, yeah. exactly. Yeah, so I'm guessing that after your first round, you probably already had it mastered and didn't ever need to do it again? Well, no, I was like, <laughs> obviously I'm going to do this some more, and I'm just going to, like, pants drunk to the next level because I'm already, you know, a pro at the basic pants drunk. So for my next pants drunk sesh... I 
combined step two. That's social media usage. Right. And step four. And that is doing an activity of some sort. Right. And I chose to to do more self-care, like the book suggests, and I did. Um, I did a mud mask. Ooh, nice. Yeah. How, how did that go? Uh, it was the shit I tweeted Golden Girls gifts at my friends, and I drank my cider rosé. And while I waited for my mud mask to dry, I had a genius idea that I think could have only happened because I was pants drunk. Listen. I just had the most amazing idea while I was tweeting gifts at people. I think there's this is a new rule, a new rule for life, which says... After you've had two drinks or one and a half drinks, maybe, all you can use to text is gifts because gifts are fun and they're non-committal. And it's the perfect safeguard for if you've maybe like had a little too much to drink and you shouldn't be like, you know, getting into something heavy or talking to like that ex. You just just only text gifts if you've had two drinks and you'll never accidentally like text someone the wrong thing or say something dumb. It's the perfect rule. Jolenta, you are brilliant. Right? You are so brilliant. That should be a part of the book because what he's saying is you got to be careful about what right. you're doing on social media while your pants drunk. Yeah, though he's he like, don't get it. too engaged in, yes. in conversations. Yeah, and don't do like, anything you'll regret. are the perfect way. So I am going to try and live by that new rule that I made up while I was pants drunk. Love it. I don't I love know if it. that counts. I think that's pretty great. Yeah. And so... My week one ended right there with that genius idea. I'm going to send you lots of gifts about it. Love it. I'll take it. I'll take those gifts. Now, please tell me about your first week living by pants drunk. All right. So I'm going to preface this by saying Dean and I already sit on the couch drinking and watching Netflix before bed at least two or three nights a week. And like you, I thought, oh, yeah, I'm going to totally be able to do this book in my sleep because Mm -hmm. I already kind of do this. Right. But then when I got down to reading the book, I realized that our way of doing things is not technically Ponce drunking because Dean and I actually interact a lot. Yeah, because you guys are obsessed with each other. We talk and we hug and he squeezes my feet and then we talk some more and then he gets out the foot scraper and then he scrapes my no. feet. And oh, my then, God. Stop yes. it. And then we take a bath together and, like, <laughs> just shower each other with love and, like, actual showers in the shower. In short, we are completely pants drunking wrong. But fortunately, Dean was working lots of late nights during both weeks of living by this book. Nice. And on top of that, it was also my first full week freelancing. So oh. there was no shortage of time where I was alone, where I could pants drunk, where I could say, nice. hey, I've decided now is the end of yeah. my work day hey, and I can do this. 4 p.m. and I'm done and I, my pants are off. Yes, exactly. So I began with step one, the basic pants drunk listen. All right, I am going to attempt to do my first Ponce drunk. I have a very teeny tiny glass of Prosecco here. That's it, if you can hear it. And I am only drinking this teeny tiny baby glass because I guess I was always brought up to think that if you are drinking alone at home, it was the first sign of alcoholism. And so uh, because I still maybe have internalized that message, I am drinking the equivalent of a shot glass of Prosecco by myself, surfing the internet on the sofa without pants on. Well, I'm wearing a mini skirt, but it's comfortable. You are so weird. I'm responsible. <laughs> like, I That's know, what I am. I know. I was like, oh, only Kristen, like, 
turns this into a science experiment. No, it's not a science experiment. It's a way to be responsible and live by the book. But then a couple of days later, you'll be Mm -hmm. reassured to know I did get more daring. Nice. I poured myself a half glass of Prosecco, not a shot glass, a half glass. And I sat down alone on the couch and embarked on step two, Ponce Drunking with Social Media. Nice. And as the book advises, I turned to Facebook. So here I am again on the sofa trying to Ponce Drunk. And I've started to just fall down a Facebook hole. And frankly, Facebook doesn't necessarily make me happy when I'm on it very much. And so... It's just, frankly, sitting here by myself drinking on social media, it's just making me kind of sad and lonely. It's not making me feel happy at all. I wish somebody was here with me. That is so sad. You're right. It <laughs> that was That is sad. sad. It, it was sad. And you're just tipsy enough from that one glass to also be <laughs> like, I'm lonely. Oh, my God. I was sad and without even trying. I actually began to descend into step five. Oh, no. And that is pants drunking while practicing melodramatic self-pity. Exactly. So I poured myself another half glass of Prosecco. Uh-oh. We're going to total a full glass. Yeah. And I started reading every negative Facebook comment and email ever written to me by a listener. There were comments that said no. I had a superiority complex and comments that said I was a liar. There was a letter that accused me of being <laughs> just like somebody's abusive ex-boyfriend. Oh, my there were God. several letters that said I'm a terrible friend to you, Jolenta. I try to delete all those, but oh, some must get through. God. It was so bad. I read, and then I read some more, and then I felt lousy, and then I read more. I just kept on reading them. And drinking. Is this the night you sent me, like, a bunch of G-chats, like, full of typos and all caps being like, I'm never going to have an opinion again? Kind of. Yeah. Only it was much sadder. Like, my opinions are stupid and I'm useless. I don't matter anymore. Why do I talk? Girl, what is going on? (laughs) Also, are you still working? What is this? Oh, God. It was so bad. It was so bad. And then what's worse is I did the same thing two nights later. And but then, you went back on Facebook while getting pants drunk? Yes. And it was so bad that by the end of the week, I really felt like I needed to just have a talk with Dean about Ponce Drunk. I don't know if Ponce Drunk actually makes sense for somebody who home offices all day. I mean, yes, I spend half of the day home officing out of the house, but then the other half I'm there. And I don't know if I should be at home by myself drinking. I mean, yeah, that's my problem with the book altogether. You shouldn't be at home drinking by yourself. That that way madness lies for almost anybody. But uh, I have no pants home. on and you like that part. I, I do. But um, no, be at home drinking with a friend, with a loved one, with someone you care about. That sounds like a great idea. But sitting at home drinking by yourself? Well, that way I always thought led to madness. Madness. Yes. It is a slippery slope, drinking alone. I truly hope things get a little better and a little less facebook holy in week two. Well, they might, they might not, but we'll have to wait until after the break to find out. Of course we will. Jolenta, you and I do not have time for toxic nonsense in our lives, in our products, or in the perfume we wear. Mm-mm. And that's one reason why we love Fleur. Fleur makes stunning, non-toxic perfumes and lists all their ingredients online so you get a good scent made with clean ingredients. 
Fleur's world-class perfumers are scent artists, and these perfumes are their masterworks, and their masterworks are gender-free. You can wear a Fleur scent no matter who you are. Yes, and when you wear a Fleur scent, you might feel transported like I do whenever I wear Olmsted and Vox, which I know I've mentioned on the show more than once. It's our jam. I feel like I'm transported to a wonderful walk in a city park in New York, and the leaves are on the trees, and there's a squirrel right over there, and I'm just feeling alive, and the world is smiling at me. And you can keep that feeling going in the bathroom, Kristen, because they just introduced body wash and body lotions in the same sense. Go to Fleur.com today and use promo code BOOK to get 20% off your first custom Fleur sample set. Pick three cents to try and get credit towards a full-size bottle of your favorite. That's promo code BOOK at Fleur.com to get your first three Fleur fragrance samples at 20% off. That's P-H-L-U-R.com. Okay, Jolenta, we talked about our first weeks of living by Ponce Drunk, the Finnish path to relaxation. Now let's talk about our second weeks of living by this book. Let's start with you. All right. My second Pants Drunk week began with a sick partner, Mm, Brad. Brad got food poisoning. So I decided to do steps seven and six with him while he recovered. Yes, and six is Ponce Drunking with somebody else. And then seven is pants drinking without alcohol. Yes. So I figured a sober pants drunk sesh would be good for me so I could, you know, be with it and take care of him. And for him because he has food poisoning and obviously shouldn't drink. Yes. So we cracked open some ginger ale and I explained to him how the evening was going to go. So I've decided your pants sick. Like pants drunk, your pants sick. What does that mean? Like you're sick, so you're going to be in your cozy pants and just let go of all your worries and focus on chilling. Mm. Just fall in and out of sleep, watch a bunch of shit, and just focus on that. Don't be on like Twitter and emailing or texting, just like wallowing in the moment. First of all, pants sick sounds like he was sick in his pants. Well, I mean, he I mean, was he did have vomiting, poisoning. you know. It was coming out the other end. Okay, but yeah. not out of his pants. No, I meant like, you know, it's like pants <laughs> drunk, like you're you're chilling in your underwear and drinking. I was like, he's pants sick. He's chilling in his underwear and like sicking. Well, did it help him? Did he enjoy it? Did um, he relax? He had a fucking blast and he relaxed a ton. I watched a nice scary movie. He read and dozed on and off, and we just like had our feet laying on each other's laps and did our own shit while we restored. Wow, that sounds like very solid pants drunking, like yeah, completely what you're good. supposed to be doing. Like you're doing it completely right. Yeah, and Brad, I think benefited because normally when he's sick, he's like, "Oh, I'm not answering emails. I'm a piece of shit. I'm a failure." But instead, he just let himself like actually get that sleep he needed and read a book for fun and not beat himself up. Nice. And then what happened after that? Well, after that, my week got a little difficult, a little hectic. There was 
Brad being sick or recovering from being sick. There was tons and tons of work stuff, lots of like emergency phone calls and meetings and like we're moving the podcast and ah. And, uh, you know, on top of that, there are the holidays and then I'm getting calls from my parents who are still in the middle of a divorce about like Christmas and New Year's Ugh. and this and that. And like, so exhausting. it was just a lot. And I was like, I am feeling bad for myself. It is time to put on my sad playlist. Ooh, that would be step three. Yeah, grab some more rosé cider and practice some self-pity. Step five. Yeah, so I pants drunk with my music and my pity. And how did that go? I thought I was just going to wallow on the couch and cry with my dog to sad music and end up more depressed than I even was at the beginning. But honestly, after like half a song on the couch... I started getting distracted from my self-pity. I was listening to the music. I was enjoying my dog's company. I realized I was hungry and that snacks are really important in pants drunk. Oh, yes, they are. We yeah. barely talked about that. I know. So what did I you went, eat? I made what I call the perfect trail mix, which is just dry-roasted, unsalted peanuts that Brad uses for baking mixed with chocolate chips. I love the simplicity of it. Just Thank two you. ingredients. Yeah, it's Some all of them you get need. So confusing. No, you don't need like a dried pineapple and a craisin. You don't need nuts that I'm allergic to. Shaved you coconuts. Just need, nope. You just need a peanut and a chocolate chip because that's why you got trail mix in the first place. Nice, and that's how you ended week two. Yes, with that recipe. Excellent. That sounds great. Um, how was your week, too? Did you invent any recipes? <laughs> no, I did not. Well, uh -oh. sort of. Oh, now I'm very intrigued. Well, as a reminder, at the end of week one, I was feeling pretty lousy. Oh, right. Drinking alone at home while reading comments on Facebook was severely bumming me out. It was a recipe for anxiety. Oh! It was. It was. And so I made my own recipe, what I call virgin Prosecco, which is really just soda water with a splash of juice in it. Mm -hmm. And um, I guess I would call that step seven. Yeah, pants yes. drunking at the next level. Yes. You know, you don't even need alcohol to unwind. That's right. And I combined it with step three, listening to music like nice. you. And step four, doing an activity. I washed the dishes while asking Dean's smart speaker to play songs about dishes and um, I sang along. Listen. Okay, Google, play a song about forks. I looked for about forks, but either isn't available or can't be played right now. Okay, Google, play dishwashing music. All right, here's dishwashing music on Spotify. That is the most Kristen-y thing. <laughs> like, hey, smart speaker, I'm going to force you to, like, make this pun a chore now. Like, Or just talk to me so I'm not alone. Oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I realized, you know, what it comes down to is I get lonely. And it's not good for me to drink alone all day. I miss talking to people, and I miss being around people. And so the next day, I decided to break the rules a bit. I brought Ponce Drunk out of my house and into the house of my friend TJ. Ooh. All right, so got some gin. 
That is a very generous pour. Yes, of course. Whose <laughs> <laughs> house do you think you're in? <laughs> and then this is going to be interesting because this is elderflower tonic. Oh bar. my god. I, I hope it's just not too much. You know what I mean? Like there's oh. a lot a lot of flavors going on in here. Oh, it's going to be really good. Yeah. After we sit down, we're going to ponce drunk it all the way. So yeah, really. strong drinks and never getting off the couch. Yeah. I think that is the perfect Saturday night. <laughs> So I noticed you guys are really having a delightful exchange of words while you prepped the drinks. But did you guys just sit quietly side by side taking in a movie or your other distraction devices and just like being alone together? Hells no. We talked and we drank and we laughed and we talked some more. And it was so fun after that first sad week of drinking alone. Mm -hmm. I absolutely loved it. In fact... I loved it so much that I decided to bend the rules even more for my final Ponce drunk of the week. I'm so curious as to how this can be restorative for you. But so what did you do for your final pants drunk? How did you amp it up from just like going to town with your friend? Well, it was another version of Ponce drunking with others. Yes, I, I gathered as much. Dean and I invited our friends Paul and Sudi over to watch Dolly Parton's new movie, Dumplin', on Netflix. Mm. And eat dumplings while we watch Dumplin' while drinking cocktails. Oh, this is delicious, honey. What's in it? Oh, I can't tell. <laughs> it's a secret. It's a secret magical recipe. Okay, does everyone have their Kleenex ready to cry during the finale? Yes. I'm ready. I'm okay. Ready. Okay. Let's do this. Oh, oh she looks so good. Oh, go and get your man. Get your man. Get your man. Yes! Yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Yes, do it! Yes! Yes! Woo! Yeah! Okay, Kristen, that's just a viewing party. But we were on the couch, and we were drinking, and we were watching TV. We were at home. We were at home. I know. It's just, that's a viewing party. That is not... Like being done with the express purpose of like rejuvenating. It's just it's having a good having a good viewing party. Well, maybe we have a different idea of what is rejuvenating, but I think I'm that's almost, a verdict. I'm almost tiptoeing sure. toward the verdict. Yeah. So let's take a quick break and reminder to all of you out there listening. We love to hear from you. If you've lived by Pondstrunk, please email us to share your story at kristenangelenta at gmail dot com. If you're a parent thinking of becoming one or just want to laugh at two people trying to succeed at parenthood, here's a podcast for you that's new to the Stitcher Network. It's called Josie and Johnny Are Having a Baby With You. Josie Long and Johnny Donahoe are two hilarious, clueless comedians who are just learning as they go. The show follows Josie and Johnny through their not-totally-planned pregnancy as they try to prepare for the birth of their first child. In each episode, they sit down with actors, writers, and entertainers who are also parents to help them figure things out. People like John Hodgman, Jane Marie, Eugene Merman, and Rachel Sklar. They even cover the funnier, messier questions from what is no sleep really like to are we allowed to politically indoctrinate our kids? And they talk about the tougher stuff, too, like doing IVF, 
postpartum depression, and other mental health issues that come up as expecting parents. You've got to check out the podcast to hear more. Go to Josie and Johnny are having a baby with you in your podcast app right now to hear the first episode. That's Josie and Johnny are having a baby with you. Okay, Jolenta, it is verdict time. Time for the verdict. Did Ponce Drunk, the Finnish path to relaxation, actually work? Would we recommend it? What do you say, Jolenta? I say, I love this book. Of course you did. Yeah. I love this book because it didn't change me or challenge me at all. That's why I loved this book. It didn't make my life any different. That's why I loved it. It's like when we lived by a budget book and you were like, yeah, I love this because it's everything I already think. Okay, bye. <laughs> like, I loved this book. And if anything, like, it did help me sort of reframe how I already relax and see it as, like, just good and restorative for me and not, like, a garbage person recluse activity of, like, I just like to hide and, like, not wear clothes and, like, live <laughs> under a blanket and watch my Bravo. It helped me be like, I do this for me. It is restorative for me, and I don't need to feel guilty about that. But I also think that is because I'm an introvert, and I truly believe in introverts and extroverts. I think there are people who get energy from being alone and people who get energy from being with other people, which I cannot relate to because being with other people is such a drain. A good drain, like a drain that's worth it, but like in no way restorative. So I feel like if you're an extrovert, like like my husband is, you would go stir crazy. Like the only reason he pants drunk with me was because he was sick, because he was pants sicking, you know. <laughs> but like otherwise, he would be like, "Why are you, why am I alone? Like this is horrible. I'm going insane. Like I'm my own worst enemy." So I think this book is probably not for everyone. Like if you're an introvert, if you're like me, I super recommend it. I don't think it needs to be a whole book. I think it could just be a pamphlet called, like, How to Recharge Without Guilt if You're an Introvert. Mm. And I think then it would hit the nail on the head for what it's about. But I feel like it's, it's a very sort of specific little slice of, like, how to rejuvenate oneself that I highly doubt is universal. Mm. Well, I'm really glad you brought up the introvert-extrovert thing because yeah. you know that I'm an extrovert. Yeah, because you and Brad suck the life out of me. <laughs> But somehow I love you because you push me out of my comfort zone. And I just love talking to people. I love hearing people talk at me. I love interacting. I love all of those things. And, you know, being at home alone during week one was such a downer. It was yeah. bad for me. It yeah, was you unhealthy go, for you me. You go crazy. It was and, like, bad. I get lots of G chats. Like, yeah. It's surprising how quickly you can, like, get dark. Too. Yeah. And because what I'm rejuvenated by, what recharges me is, like, all of the energy that I get to be around. Like, your sense of humor and your joy of life and all of the ways that you're kind, that makes me alive, Jolenta. And when you're not there, I'm talking to a smart speaker to try and get it to give me yeah, all of like those things. like, play me a song about forks. Please. Please understand Please. what I mean. Somebody talk to me. I can't sit here alone drinking anymore. And clearly I couldn't do it. And no. what was healthiest for me was making sure I was with other people. And yes, according to this book, I was doing what's called partying. Yeah. But partying actually is restorative for me. And you know I usually work very hard to follow the rules of our books, but I can't follow the rules of this book and be happy. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And I know that the concept And also, of the book, I would like to point out when Kristen says partying, she always means having like 
one drink, maybe two somewhere out with yes. people. Like, yes. It's not like she's, you know, at a college party, like, partying. Yes. Like, she just means socializing. Yes, exactly. Socializing. And and I do believe people should have restorative practices in their lives. And for you, Jolenta, this works great. Yeah. And especially people who work really hard, both you and I, Jolenta, we work a lot. We work very hard. And it's good to have parts of our life that we can say, this is what we do to feel better. Yeah, and like a dedicated sort of restorative practice slash time slash regimen. Yeah. And for me— this isn't But it. like pants drunk, it doesn't cut it no, for you. No, I mean, I really, really support you in loving this. I really do. Because <laughs> thank you, thank you. It sounds you. like it made you super happy. It sounds yeah. like it made you more forgiving of yourself. It did. And, and it your did. need for downtime. Yeah. So for that reason, I would say absolutely I recommend it for people like you, Jolenta. And for people like me, do not read this book and do not live by it. There we go. That's a verdict for you. Well, I guess that's it for this episode of Buy the Book. Huge thanks to our production team at Stitcher, Nora Ritchie, Jared O'Connell, and Casey Holford. You are all fantastic. We love you. Thanks also to Nate Wyda, who composed our theme song, and to the Rizzos, who perform it so well. And stay in touch with us. Let us know if you've read Pants Drunk, The Finished Path to Relaxation. Did it work for you? Did it not work for you? Also, send us any questions, comments, suggestions for future books to live by. You can reach us at kristenandjolenta at gmail.com. You can also tweet us at Jolenta G, at Kristen Meinzer, or at ByTheBookPod. And you can follow us on Instagram at ByTheBookPod. And don't forget, as always, to rate us and review us in Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to the show. Your ratings and reviews help others find our miraculous program. And if you haven't already, tell a friend about the show. Grab a drink with a friend. Have a drink, not even on your couch, but maybe out in the world, and tell your friend over that drink. This show called By the Book is such a good show. Listen to it. Until next time, I'm Jalenta Greenberg. And I'm Kristen Meinzer. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. I'm restored by being around other people and absorbing their energy. I don't get restored by being lonely all by myself. I get restored by other people. Before we get into all of my theories on how you're just like a succubus, let's (laughs) take a break. What does that mean? A succubus is is like a Greek monster that I believe sucks the life out of people, like turns people to stone. Oh, really? Now I'm looking it up. A female demon believed to have sexual intercourse with sleeping men. Stitcher. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.